Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Coming up, Jason Simmons from Ben Davis, John Kirshner from Hamilton Heights, David Deaton from WKLO, plus more week number nine of high school football. We turn it over to the star of the show, Network Indiana's Brendan King. All right, Coach, you are the man. It's been a great night with you and Eddie Garrison. Let's lock in for five good minutes on some scores because there are some jaw droppers, including this one that just rolled into the studio. Number one, Merrillville from Class 5A goes down 35-10 to Chesterton. It's a massive night in the 2-1-9. Merrillville drops to 7-2. And, and likely, we will have a new number one team in Class 5A. Fort Wayne Snyder demolished Fort Wayne Lures 52-7. Lures the number 10 team from Class 2A. And then Whiteland, they're number three from 5A. They get past Greenwood in big fashion, 42-14. Boy, Merrillville goes down. That is monstrous when it comes to 5A rankings. Let's check in at 6A. Number one, Brownsburg also goes down. Two number ones taking L tonight, but HSE, boy, they look like a number one team. The Royals, number four from Class 6A. They're 9-0 after a 31-28 victory against Brownsburg. Same case for Cathedral. What a night for the Irish. 40-29, to that monster comeback against Center Grove, number two in Class 6A. We heard from Bill Peebles a little bit earlier. There will be some shifting in Class 6A and 5A when you get your end of regular season rankings. Let's talk about the other ones that get W's tonight. New Palestine's 9-0 following their 47-7 win over Delta. Class 3A had West Lafayette improving to 9-0, undefeated with their 43-6 W against Western. Lytton Stockton also 9-0 there at the top of Class 2A, 35-10 versus South Putnam. And from Class A, Indianapolis Lutheran just continues to roll on 62-8. They beat up on Traders Point Christian. Lutheran is 9-0. Other notable scores... Northwood also 9-0. They beat Goshen 42-6. Ron Colley edges East Central 21-19. Ron Colley is 8-1. That's number two Ron Colley against number four East Central from 4A. Owen Valley is now 9-0. The number 17 from Class 3A. They're big over Cloverdale, 69-13. to This is really impressive from a team that's not even from this state. Cincinnati Elder, in back-to-back weeks, they have wins over Ron Colley and now Chatard. Chatard, number five from 3A, loses 21-16 to Elder. Chatard is 5-4. and four. O'Kill 9-0, number four from Class 3A. They whitewash Elwood 56 to nothing. Also a shocking score that has just entered the studio. Norwell, their undefeated bid is over. Norwell is 8-1 after falling by a point against Columbia City. It's Columbia City by a penny, 25-24. Gibson Southern, though, number two from Class 3A. They'll stay perfect, 9-0, 39-21, they beat Boonville. Another shutout for Cecina, 8-1, 42-0 against Monrovia. Lafayette Central Catholic falls tonight as Hamilton Heights, 41-21. LCC was number six from Class 2A. Rochester gets a nice win. 8-1 is Rochester as they beat McConaughey, 38 
214. Looking at some more Class A scores, 2-3, 4, and 5 from Class A. Three wins, one of them a loss. Carol Flora, they're 8-1, and 19-18. They also lose by a point to Sheridan. Adams Central 9-0, 42-7 over Woodland. North Judson improves to 8-1. They beat Pioneer 55-8. And North Decatur 9-0. Westell, they defeat 51-0 in shutout fashion. That's five good minutes right there. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. As promised, John Kirshner back with us from Hamilton Heights. They beat Lafayette Central Catholic 41-21. Coach, that's a great win. Congratulations tonight. Thank you, sir. Uh, it was uh, one of the best games. I've, we've uh, You talk to people, you talk to Coach that We think it was one of the most complete games we've put together in quite a long time. Uh, we finished the regular season uh, 7-2. It's the best regular season uh, finish we've had in about eight, nine years. Uh, eight years, I think. Um, where we went seven and two, we did it in dominating fashion tonight. Uh, we rushed for 300 yards. Trey Amon had 225 of that, and uh, just we controlled with 21, 21 and a half, and we came out and put scored three straight touchdowns unanswered in the second and a third quarter alone, and we just controlled the we just controlled the line of scrimmage the entire night. Um, very very pleased with the offensive line and the run game, obviously. So did you make adjustments in that, at halftime to come out with the explosion that you had? Well, I don't know that – I'll be honest with you. I don't know that we, I, how many uh, adjustments we made. I, we had senior night, so I was outside with, right. excuse me, with the seniors doing their, doing their deal at halftime. So by the time right, I came right. in, all the adjustments had been made. And, uh, and I barely thought That's a great way to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know like what, though? That's the thing. It's the beauty of my, my staff. I trust <laughs> what they're doing to get it done. Sure. Well, they got it done. Who's, now, give me some names of kids who had great nights tonight. So, obviously, Trey Amon with two touchdowns and 225 yards rushing. Um, Caleb Murray um, had a pick six in the first, second quarter, uh, which gave us a 21-14 lead. Um, and then he also had a couple – he had a couple pass breakups uh, that was big, and then Dean Mason um, defensively he had he was in on several tackles. He also he's a defensive end. He had two pass breakups again this week, and then um, he also ended up having to fill in at offensive line. He ended up playing guard and went going both right. ways the last three quarters of the game. Well, it's a big win tonight for uh, Hamilton Heights, 41-21 over Lafayette Central Catholic. John Kirshner, thanks so much for the call. Good luck next week. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Ben Davis wins their conference championship tonight. BD, 42-7 winners over North Central. The head man himself, Mr. Jason Simmons, joins us. Coach, Sorry for you being on hold this long. I really, really apologize. Thank you so much for the call, and congratulations on a great win. Well, for starters, don't ever apologize for keeping me on hold. I got, I got a little bit of a drive going <laughs> home every night, but uh, you, you have a great show. You have, you have a ton of coaches. It's, it's always awesome. Thank you. It, uh, you know, I Thank can't wait you. for this show to start up in the fall. But, uh, no, it, uh, you know, I, I felt, felt really good about our guys. You know, we, we were up and down this week with fall break uh, in practice. And, uh, you know, we challenged our guys to go out and handle business tonight, getting on the bus and having a great deal of focus getting off the bus at North Central. And I, 
it, it speaks to our player, you know, our player-driven team that we right. got off the bus. Our guys had great focus. We we took the field and and uh, had a lot of energy from start to finish tonight. And uh, you know, we're we're proud of our guys. We were undefeated in the mix. Uh, it's a little bit different this year, obviously, without Carmel right. Center Grove. But to endure the the uh, the, the, the schedule that, that we endure week in and week out, uh, to be five and zero in the MIC and to, and you know, and to, in the in the, in the regular season is the twenty twenty two MIC champs. Uh, something to be proud of for our kids for sure. You know what I learned years ago? You uh, beat the teams on your schedule. Uh, that's that's the whole idea, you know. Just that's the idea. You know, you can't sit where they're good, bad, otherwise. Beat the teams on your schedule, and that's what your guys have done. You know, I, I think you know, I, I think the old adage, and it speaks to what you're saying, is like you know, to win games is it, it's it's never easy to win games. And you know, you, you listen to all the conversations that you're having with coaches tonight, and you know, you talk about Bill Peebles coming back. You talk about Hamilton Heights making adjustments, right? At, at half and it's it's not easy to win games and and, and the, the sport of football has grown so much in the state of indiana over the last 15 18 years because of the colts colts organization all they've done for football and um you, and it's 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 not easy to win and so for us to be able to go five and zero in the mick and, and and to take care of those games it speaks volumes about our players and, and, and our coaching staff Uh, tremendous win tonight for Ben Davis. Win the uh, conference championship, 42-7 winners over North Central. Jason Simmons, you're my favorite. You know that. Congratulations. Good luck in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate you having us, and uh, you know, we're, 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 we're excited for what lies ahead. You should be. Thanks for the call. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Jake Gilbert joins me, the head coach at uh, Westfield. They're number nine and six A. They beat Franklin Central tonight, twenty four thirteen. Coach, thanks so much for the call and congratulations on a good win tonight. Thanks, Bob. Was a good win. Proud of our, our program. Proud of our kids and our coaches. Tell you what, you played for championships the last two years. You had turnover. You lost your first game. These guys have played solid football, Coach. You should be very proud of them. I know you are. Yeah, I mean, we we started seven sophomores last week. We're a young football team. The three teams that beat us, you know, are better than us. Uh, New Powell, Brownsburg, and HSE are combined like 20 – 26 and one. So we got right, right. three good teams. And, uh, and I felt like we scratched and clawed and found ways to win all the rest of them. So I'm, I'm very proud of, of the effort this season. All right. So tell me how you do this tonight. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's a couple of scores, but it's a Franklin Central team that battles. Are you up the entire night? Yeah, we scored uh, early and then we got a, Followed it up with a defensive touchdown right away uh, on a pick six, so that was huge. And so we're up 14-0. But Franklin Central, kudos to them—they don't quit and they battled back. And it was a very windy game, uh, so offense was hard mm-hmm. to come by for both teams. Right. But it was a, it was just kind of a game of toughness, and uh, both teams battled quite a bit. And we um, we played great defense, uh, so did they. But we, we managed to. To, to do pretty well defensively. I thought we really pressured the quarterback well, Colton Bonnersar and William Goodvine um, there and then Tyler Dykus. And, and we got Dylan Thieneman back at, 
at safety. So that was a huge boost for us, uh, and he played very well tonight. So very happy with the defense. Overall, a great night on special teams. Again, Brody Bame kicking the ball very well, and uh, just enough on offense. So we, we didn't turn the ball over. We didn't make too many mistakes. And uh, it was a good, hard-fought win against a tough team. Solid win for uh, Westfield, number 9 in 6A, 24-13 over Franklin Central. Jake Gilbert, thanks. Good luck in the tournament. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Kurt Tipman joins me, the head coach at Snyder. They're number one in 5A. Tonight they beat Lures 32-7. Big rivalry matchup in that one. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on a imp- very impressive win tonight. Thanks, Bob. Um, another good night. And um, Lures is a good team. They're going to make some some uh, you know headway in, in that 2A tournament. Um, but we played pretty well tonight. You just are, uh, is it me, uh, but you're dominating people defensively right now. Well, we're playing well and defensively, and I think the key is just getting some turnovers. Uh, mm-hmm. We had three interceptions tonight. We're, we're kind of athletic in the secondary and at the second level um, and able to put some pressure on the quarterback with our, our front four and force him into some early throws and you know, puts our secondary in position to to go get some of those balls. And then, you know, Today's offense is everybody wants to throw the ball, Bob. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they do. Uh, an, old coach, <laughs> an old coach, an old coach, coach once said that when you throw it, three things can happen, and two of them are bad. So uh, uh, we're taking advantage of that and just playing a little bit better defensively. And you know, these last couple weeks. Well, these last couple of weeks, you've beaten two really good teams. And, and you know, we, we talk about playing this way at this time of year and momentum into the tournament and all those things. I mean, you guys are living this right now. Well, that's our goal every year, be playing our best football when it comes to week 10 and that first round of the playoffs. And, you know, we think we're, we're progressing towards that, but still have some work to do because we're going to play some really good teams here, you know, mm-hmm. in the sectionals. Who stands out for you tonight, Kurt? Our quarterback, uh, Luke Hopper, threw for 290 and three touchdowns and um, was really got in a good rhythm in the first half and continued that in the second half and, um, you know, hit a multitude of receivers, not really not focusing on one guy, spreading it out very well, distributing the ball, and he played very well for us. And Kamari Juarez pulled in two of those um, touchdown receptions um, defensively. We had a defensive lineman get an interception tonight, which is rare. Uh, picked <laughs> off a little screen pass. Right. You know, that's right. always always nice for those big guys to, to rumble and fumble down the down the field on an interception. So that was exciting. Our kids were really excited about that. And then Brandon Logan and and uh, Lucas Rohrbacher both had interceptions in the secondary. Again, great win for Snyder, 52-7 winners over Lures. Snyder, number one in 5A. Kurt Tipman, Kurt, thanks so much for the call, and good luck in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Bob. Good to be with you. Great to be with you. Todd Mason joins me from Eastside. Eastside beats Angola 28-7. This is a great battle of two good teams in the northeastern corner of the state. Coach, congratulations, and thanks for the call. Hey, thanks for having me, Bob. It was fun. Uh, got to uh, go. First of all, I want to 
say that Angola's new stadium is gorgeous, and uh, it was a great night to be up there. And, and you know, we're fortunate enough to get a win out of there. But uh, kudos to Angola and, and, and their staff and, and their administration for putting together a field the way they did because it it's beautiful, Bob. Sounds to me like it is, too. Uh, it's also so, so some of your fan club calling you there tonight, Coach. So tell me how you do this, Coach. Sounds to me like you, you know, once again, defensively, you guys were locking people up. Um, I, I know you've heard this name before, uh, Dax Holman, but uh, he's been a 40-year starter for us, and he may have played the best football game I've ever seen. Dax Holman play. Um, we were lighting people up, and it, it was fun, man. It was we played like Eastside tonight, and and defensively, Coach Hummer dialed up a good game plan and, and got them uncomfortable, and and there was a lot of good things that happened tonight defensively. Um, and what's fun about that is we we've gotten better from week one to week nine, and and as a coach, that's the only thing you can ask for. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so now, you know, you turn your attention to uh, next week. I don't have it in front of me. Tell me who you're playing next week. We we drew Wabash at Wabash. Um, so we got to go down mm-hmm. to Wabash and, and do some work and, uh, you know, try to continue to develop as a football team and get better at what we do and, you know, They've got a brand new field too, and and with a jumbotron at two A football, that's pretty cool. And wow! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's just amazing what I've seen in the last two weeks. What I'm going to see that what I saw this week, and and what I'm going to see next week, uh, it's pretty impressive. And uh, I just, I would hope Eastside would look at this and go, "Hey, maybe we want to look like this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, Thank tonight, Eastside, number 10 in 2A. Yeah, no, listen. Anything to help, you know that. <laughs> Eastside with a big win. You gave me a hedgeway there to where I could bump something in there, and I loved it. Dude, I'm uh, I'm lobbing them underhand right now. So, uh, <laughs> hey, thanks for the call, Todd. Good luck next week, okay? <laughs> thanks so much. Paul Condry, thank you very much. The legendary Paul Condry joins me. Paul, how are you tonight? You had the Maryville-Chesterton game tonight. What a great game. Yeah, big upset for tonight, Bob, for the Trojans coming into the ball game, uh, certainly with only three wins on their resume. Come in and knock off the number two team in the state again, convincing fashion, thirty-five to ten. It was a seven-seven ball game at the intermission. But I tell you what, the Chesterton offensive line: Isaiah Fowler, James Rader, George Ortiz, Nolan Murphy, Sam Samery. The guys gave Sebastian Boz with the quarterback plenty of time to do whatever he needed to do. They ran the football with great proficiency and ended up averaging at about five and a half yards per rush, and that was just enough to be able to keep. Maryville, they kept the ball away from their high-powered offense. You know, even though Maryville was able to rack up 369 yards in total offense in 66 plays, 
Bob, I told you about this uh, for nine weeks now. Maribel's biggest bugaboo was Maribel. Nine penalties, 96 yards. Right. Uh, that is that is going to be their downfall in postseason play if they don't get that stuff taken care of because you can't do that against great teams. And that was proof of it tonight. Uh, but it was a big win for Mark Peterson and uh, John Snyder and that group. They did a, had a great game plan. Best uh, Their best defense was getting their offense to put together some quality drives, including a really nice uh, about a seven-minute drive uh, uh, it, when the game was really kind of still in doubt. And that uh, was a recipe for a Trojan win tonight as uh, they finish out the regular season at the field of Troy with a 35 to. 10 win. They finish uh, now with a record of four wins in, in league play. Uh, check that four wins overall on the season. So it was a good win for Chester and Maryville. Well, they need to go back to the drawing board and sort out some of the things that they uh, need to do and get better. And those would be uh, the mental errors of uh, penalties and turnovers and stuff like that. You did a fantastic job Sunday on the pairing show. Just want to say that publicly. No one can do what you do. You are a uh, certainly a force of nature. I hope you're feeling well. Uh, you, I'm worried about you and Tanya, but I hope you're well. And uh, enjoy yeah. the night off tomorrow night. But, again, tremendous job. It's an honor to be able to work with you. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you. Coming up. More high school football in Indiana sports talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We continue our coverage of week nine in the high school football season. We start here down in Evansville. We're in a rivalry. Evansville writes by a touchdown against Evansville. Modern day 14 to 7. Modern day was the number four team in class 2A. They fall to six and three. Wrapping up other action from down in Evansville, it was Harrison beating Bossy 28-12. Memorial gets by Castle 28-19. North shuts out Central 48 to nothing. Elsewhere, it was Fishers by a 30-piece against Zionsville 37-7. Floyd Central by six against New Albany 20-14. Fountain Central puts up 72. They rock Park Heritage 72-38, but the most points of the evening scored 74 of them for Riverton Park, who blasts Covington 74 to 36. Scottsburg 23, Brownstown Central 14. Shenandoah defeated Monroe Central 27 to 6. South Adams 49, Southern Wells 8. Keep an eye on South Adams from Class A. Number 9, their 7 and 2 state championship appearance just a couple of years ago. They could be a dark horse coming out of Class A. Terre Haute South, they defeat Columbus North mightily 43-6. Tri-Central shuts out Clinton Central 41-0. It was Valparaiso getting a win over Lake Central 21-14 and Wabash whitewashes Whitco 49-zip. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. High school football tonight, Evansville Memorial, 28-19 winners over Castle. Big battle down in Evansville with me, the head coach of Memorial, John Hurley. John, thank you so much for the call, and congratulations on an important win tonight for your kids. Thank you. It is a big one. Anytime we play Castle, it seems like they're kind of a goofy come down to the last minute of the game, and, and this year really didn't change. We were up 21-6 to at half, but uh, Castle really came on strong. We 
managed to block two extra points in the second half to kind of keep it as a mm-hmm. two-possession game. Those are, you know, we talk about special teams. You talk about it that first day of practice, how important they are, and look at tonight as a perfect example of it. Oh, absolutely. Their, their, their second touchdown of the game was a result of a block punt. So we had a few things from that standpoint. Special teams really stood out. But, uh, you know, our running back had a nice night. Porter Road ended up rushing for 200 yards on 29 carries. Uh, really proud of um, – Offensive line did a nice job, especially in the second half when we were, we're trying to do a four-minute offense to close out the game. And uh, they did a nice job allowing us to get to the point to get into victory formation. Well, who else plays well for you tonight, John? Uh, our quarterback, Matthew Fisher, did a nice job. He's very efficient, had two touchdowns, uh, kind of rolled his ankle early, third play of the game, and uh, he, did a, he, he, he battled all the way through the whole game. So, he did a nice job for us. Uh, Carrick Johnson had a, an interception and a touchdown for us as our middle linebacker. Uh, and the offensive line really stood out. All right, so you, you feel good, obviously, about where you are getting ready to roll into the tournament, don't you? I mean, this is a big win. We like to talk about these types of wins as momentum wins going into the tournament. Yeah, this is a good way to send off, you know, a, Last year, we really got handled by rights going into the tournament, and then we were able to rattle off uh, four wins. But uh, that's not the typical way it works if you kind of come into the right. tournament off like that. So I'm, I'm excited for our seniors. Uh, we had 16. It was senior night tonight. And, you know, we were able to get two, two young men that haven't been able to play all year due to injuries kind of in on the last play when we took a knee. It was kind of a nice nice evening for those two. But uh, – for the most part, this is this is a good send-off. You know, and our, our, you know, really our uh, tournament, the sectional, is really almost like playing in the conference. Right, right. Well, you got uh, you got to be uh, on the road at Bossy, so you're exactly right. And you know that familiarity, you guys are used to it, but still, uh, it, it makes for some interesting things. Well, yeah, I mean it's tough when you play a team twice and then fairly close together, but. You know, being on the road at Boston is not too bad for us because that's kind of our home field as well. So that's pretty convenient. And if we're fortunate enough to get past them, uh, we would have Jasper at Enloe as well. Evansville Memorial wraps up the regular season with a 28-19 win over Castle. John Hurley, it's great to talk to you, John. As always, thanks so much for your time and good luck next week. Hey, thank you. Appreciate all you do. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. David Deaton. WKLO joins me. David, thank you so much for your patience. Uh, a, a very interesting game that you had tonight. Silver Creek and Corydon. Silver Creek wins at 5750. Uh, you were a busy guy tonight, David. Yeah, to say the least. I thought I was going to write my hand off the way this game was going tonight <laughs> because of all the scoring between these two teams and keeping track of the drives. I mean, it was a wild one tonight. Easily the wildest game we've ever covered in the eight seasons. We've right. been following North Harrison and Corridon Central on WKLO. And this game delivered in more ways than we could have imagined it would have tonight. Silver Creek just finding a way to win tonight. A very banged up team with only about 35 players dressing tonight. Corridon. A few injuries, but nothing major for most of the team. But both of these teams really put it all on the line tonight. The defense has really struggled with both of these offenses. 1,116 yards combined, 15 (laughs) touchdowns. 
in this game. It was a crazy one, a great senior night here at Corridon Central as fall sport athletes were honored along with the football team as well. Great line, though, about writing your hand off. <laughs> um, you know, 107 points, for heaven's sakes, and over 1,000 total yards. Um, yeah, I would. I mean, I think you're being kind in saying that the defenses of each team struggled. But uh, what, a, what a fun game for the kids and for everybody involved, for heaven's sakes. Yeah, it definitely was. The crowds for both sides were totally into this one tonight. And, I mean, look, Silver Creek had taken a 42-21 to lead late in the third quarter, and it looked like Corden might actually be done for the night at that point. But coaches, they've done all year. They just continue to battle. And it started on the next drive. Tyler Fessel found Jalen Fowler on a skinny post route, 77 yards, hit him in stride for the touchdown. That got it down to 42-28. They held Silver Creek on the next drive. Fessel to Wayland Ablato, a corner route, 20-yard pass for a touchdown to make it 42-35. Silver Creek would come back. Wyatt Hoffman, one of their seniors, had a 19-yard run with nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter to make it 49-35 Silver Creek. Then Fessel to Fowler again, a 20-yard pass for a touchdown. Beautiful throw there with five and a half minutes to go in the fourth to make it 49-42. But then it was uh, Corden's defense stepping up and forcing Silver Creek to punt. The Panthers got it back at their own 35-yard line, went for minus two yards on the first play. Tyler Fessel got sacked and fumbled the football, but it rolled out of bounds. So they ended Mm. up getting second and 12. And Fessel, as he had been doing all night, found Anthony Martin on a screen pass, and Anthony did the rest, went 67 yards, got a key block from Jalen Fowler, one of the Corridan receivers, to spring him loose. He got in. They went for two. They ran a pitch play to Martin on the play. He goes in, just barely gets to the pylon to make it 50-49 to with 2.47 to go. Silver Creek, though, as they had done all night, fed their running back Charles Berkeley, who had 315 rushing yards in this one. Wow. But Caden Oliver found Darius Gray in the flat for a 17-yard pass completion for a touchdown. They went for two, completed a pass with 22 and a half seconds to go. Silver Creek kicks it short. They end up kicking it out of bounds, and – Corridan makes them re-kick, and Jalen Fowler returned it to the 40 of the Dragons to set up the last uh, possession for the Panthers. And uh, first pass went to Fowler for nine yards, had a penalty on Silver Creek, roughing the passer that gave Corridan another play with nine seconds to go. Fowler again to Martin on the screen pass. He'd be taken down at the 11-yard line, and that's the way it would end tonight for the Panthers. Wow. But this Corridan wow. team was fantastic. <laughs> Tyler Fessel, 22 of 35 passing, 411 yards, six touchdowns, Man. one interception tonight. <laughs> he was exceptional, had five different receivers he threw to. This Panther team really put it all on the line. Silver Creek had a good game as well. Caden Oliver, 9 of 13, 116 yards and three touchdowns. So it was a great way to close the regular season. Panthers getting ready to host Scottsburg next week in sectional while we head over to Southridge to see that impressive team take on North Harrison in the first round of sectional 32. I'm sitting in my house in Franklin, and I'm excited about the game you did. I mean, the, the, your description, your description is fantastic. I mean, really, I mean, just what a fun, fun game. David Deaton from WKLO, thank you. No, no, seriously, you've made my night. You really have. Thank you so much for that great recap of a fantastic game. Have fun this weekend, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Same here, Coach. You're very welcome. Glad to be on the show this week. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks very much. 
that that's impressive man oh man what 107 points uh 1100 yards of total offense um yeah you're talking about momentum games uh that is one of those kinds of games all right that's going to wrap up man well, not wrap up we've got more time but that's basically week number nine of the high school football season and uh we get ready for Obviously, the tournament, if you're 5A, most of 5A, all of 6A, you have the bye. Scoreboard update, last one of the night. We'll come back with Brendan King on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Last one on a Friday night, so we'll wrap up the high school football scoreboard as well as tell you what's coming up on your sports Saturday tomorrow. Not a good night to be number one in 6A or 5A. That's because HSC number one in 6A defeats... As number four and six, I should say, defeats number one Brownsburg. That's a final of 31 28. Brownsburg now eight and one. HSE is nine and oh. Class 5A, Merrillville falls to Chesterton 35 to 10. Big night in the 219. Merrillville now seven and two. Good night, though, for New Palestine, who rocked Delta 47 to seven. New Pal number one in 4A. The top club from 3A is West Lafayette. They beat Western 43 6. Lytton Stockton stays hot 9-0 at the top of Class 2A over South Putnam 35-10. And Indianapolis Lutheran, they pile drive Traders Point Christian 62-8. They are 9-0. Coming up tomorrow, college football. Ball State takes on UConn and Muncie at 2. Same time for Indiana State and Maryland. I beg Indiana State and Maryland. That's Indiana and Maryland at 3.30. Indiana State is in action at Youngstown State. That will be a 2 o'clock kickoff. Purdue faces off with Nebraska at 7.30. In South Bend, it's the Fighting Irish and the Stanford Cardinal. Let's see if Notre Dame can win a four-straight game. Right now, by the way, MLB playoffs, Dodgers and the Padres. It is the San Diego Padres with a 2-1 lead that game in the seventh inning. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven the number two, savelives.org. Sign up today. Help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. No age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. There are more than 1,000 Hoosiers waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. And to be an organ and You'll 75 others once again. SaveLives.org. And King, you've been a busy, busy scoreboard update anchor tonight. Well done tonight. Some really, really great games this evening. Yeah, Coach. I, I mean, a lot of heart shown by a couple clubs who, quite frankly, have had a tough go of it this season. I mean, I look at that Merrillville game. You know, as Paul Codry told you, I mean, Chesterton, uh, they had been back and forth all season, but they come and they – Put out their best right. effort, 35-10 against Maryville tonight. And then I'm looking at what happened in Class 3A. Norwell was 8-0 heading into tonight. Columbia City beats them 25-24. Right. There was a great interview clip from the Columbia City head coach. I'm not sure of his name, uh, but it is retweeted on our IST at IND Sports Talk Twitter, and it is something worth hearing uh, just how his kids came together. Again, Columbia City, they end up beating the number three team in 3A. That's a huge win. Columbia City is a good team. 
uh, I mean, these are these are two good. I understand what you're saying, but Columbia City uh, is a very good football team. And tonight, there were just, um, and we were fortunate to do a number of them, there were some really, really good games all over the state. I mean, uh, obviously, you know, the HSE-Brownsburg game, Center Grove uh, and um, Cathedral got the lion's share of the attention. But uh, you know what? There are some really good games around the state. Week number nine uh, makes a lot of sense because you're getting ready to go into the tournament. You're going to play somebody. You're playing for conference championships, all those particular things. And so not surprised that uh, we have uh, the number of great games that we had, quite frankly. Yeah, and it's super underrated. Great ball game between Carroll Flora and Sheridan. Carroll, the number five team in Class A. Sheridan's number 10. And Coach, same right. thing. Sheridan's a great ball club. They're going to improve to eight and one. They beat Carroll Flora nineteen to eighteen, and that ends Carroll Flora's hope at an undefeated regular season. So, I mean, up and down, Coach. You can look at Class A. You can look at Class Six A. You can look up, down, west, east. I don't care whatever direction. I mean, you get some great ball games tonight. You know what? You really do. Uh, by the way, Brett Fox, the head coach at Columbia City, they're eight and one. Uh, and, um, you know, Norwell, uh, a good good football team. So, all right, Brendan King, some really, really good games. And quite frankly, uh, at this time of year, you kind of expect it to be that way. want to remind everybody, you know, the tournament starts next week. Uh, we had some overtime wins. We had a lot of really great games. And what I like is, once again, we get those. We we say it all the time, you know. Send your pictures, your videos, and those kinds of things. I love how you point out that uh, we we you know get some post game comments. Just go to the. It's kind of one of the things we've tried for a long time is to try to approximate what it's like on a Friday night around the state. You know, with uh, the emotion. Um, the uh, excitement and everything involved. And those things always go a long way to do that. All right, Brendan King, great night. I'm disappointed that you have a, you have a social life again <laughs> uh, tomorrow night. Is that what you're talking about? You, you won't be with us? I, I, I do have a social life coach, uh, as maybe crazy as that may sound to people. But uh, I will be sure to call you tomorrow. It does sound crazy to me. You know what? Um. Okay, that's good. Uh, what are we you talking know, about tomorrow? Up a social life for twenty nine years. <laughs> what are we talking uh, about tomorrow, football. Coach? A little Notre are you Dame. Me? Notre Dame. Well, yeah, I'll give you your time on Notre Dame. <laughs> we got to talk about the Colts and then college football. Brendan King, great job as always. Great to work with you. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. All right, Coach. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. What a great night of high school football. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thanks to uh, the, the coaches and media members who called tonight. Um, if you look at it logically, uh, it's hard to have a show without their participation. And I've always said over these last 29 years, this is truly a participatory enterprise everybody from eddie garrison to brendan king to those great stations around the state that bring you the show every friday and saturday night and the coaches and the media members and all of you who listen i mean everybody does their part 
Um, we all understand, you know, we're, we're, we talk about team sports. And um, so that's what this is about. It's just it's fun to be able to get to this point in the year where these games matter. I mean, they, they really, really do. And so join us. Make sure you join us next Friday. Well, don't forget to join us tomorrow night. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But join us next Friday because uh, it's the the classic one and done. We're starting the tournament next week. And uh, to go back, thank you so much. On behalf of Paul Condry, thank you very much for uh, joining us for the pairing show. He was phenomenal. Um, I was okay. He was phenomenal. Um, and I listen. You're not you're not watching that pairing show because of me. <laughs> you're watching it because of him, and I'm smart enough to know it. So, thank you for that. So, don't forget next week we start the tournament. Six A uh, has a bye. Six uh, A goes straight to the semifinals in two weeks. Uh, a lot of five A's in a similar situation, but one A, two A, three A, four A in action next Friday night. So. Uh, we should have a lot of fun on the show next Friday night and in the succeeding weeks as we get closer and closer to playing for championships uh, at Lucas Oil Stadium. And so um, there's a big it's a great time of year. Uh, wrapping up and getting ready to play for championships, which makes it even uh, even more fun tomorrow night on the show. As you know, if you've joined us on Saturday nights, a lot of college football to talk about. We're going to talk with Matt Taylor, the voice of the Indianapolis Colts, who will uh, join us and talk about the Jacksonville matchup on Sunday. Nebraska's at Purdue, Stanford at Notre Dame, Maryland at IU, Indiana State at Youngstown State, Anderson hosting Mount St. Joe, UConn's at Ball State, Butler at Valpo, Defiance at Franklin, Hanover at Manchester, Indiana Wesleyan at Lawrence Tech, University of Indianapolis at Saginaw Valley, Marion at St. Francis, Rose Holman at Bluffton, Concordia of Michigan at Taylor, Trine at Olivet, Ohio Wesleyan at Wabash. That's your college schedule. If you get a chance, get out, support small college athletics around the state. Once again, thank you so much to uh, Eddie Garrison and Brendan King. Great job as always. Thanks to our nearly 50 radio stations around the state to bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. And thanks to you for 29 years. You've made us the most listened to sports talk show in the state's history. It is the history-making, legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.